1: Well, good morning. We're talking local history this morning. We're talking about Uncle Dave Macon Days and Gloria Christie, local historian, is with us this morning. This is a a special
2: day uh, for Uncle (laughs) Dave. Who knew? Who knew,
1: Mark? How do we get ourselves into these things? They just are made to happen.
2: (laughs) Uh,
1: What is today's date?
2: Well, today, March twenty-second, 1952. It was the it was the day Uncle Dave Macon died at six six fifteen in the morning.
1: Six fifteen in the morning. And, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. That's
2: yeah, and we we had this planned and we didn't even know it. So, I don't know. He must be speaking <laughs> from he's, the grave. He's talking
1: to us this morning.
2: I know he is. He has done that several times for me.
1: Now, if we were going to go about three blocks from where mm-hmm. we are sitting right now, right back then. That's we'd see a, a pretty soon. We'd see a crowd forming.
2: That's right. We, and and Hank Williams would have been there. All the major stars of the Grand Opry, Minnie Pearl, Roy Acuff. All of the, people do not realize how important, and they recognize that his his influence on country music and in the beginning of country music during the time when it was very very dark, and that was the Depression, World War II. All of those places in American history, he came out with. A, a vengeance to bring happy and fun back to uh, his audience, and and he he was. And you know the other thing, Bart. He started when as a kind of an old man. He was fifty years old when he started this. He didn't start
1: young. <laughs> he, did he did
2: not start young. See, there's a lesson there. There's a lesson for all of us. We might be old, but hey, we can't. We still have vigor and vitality. It, it shows,
1: if you have a dream, that's exactly. Don't put right. it off. That's exactly. Uh, Just well, keep on going.
2: Well, let me it, tell. There's a story there too. His his brother Van told him they he was going to consult him about going in you know changing his career because he had a very he was a successful farmer he had raised his children he could have let sat back and relaxed and retired but no he had this urge to go out and and share his talent with others Uh, and it was a unique performing style which we'll get into that a little bit later but um his brother try, said, "Hey, you just don't want to do that. You're old, you know. Why don't you just, you know, sit home and on the on the porch out there at Kittrell you know, you 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 can enjoy your life now, right? You can re- you can retire, you know? And and he, well, at
1: fifty, <coughs> that was old.
2: Yeah, fifty years old was old back in those days, and it probably can it would compare to maybe seventy or eighty, which you know, Here we go." <laughs>
1: That's not old either, <laughs> and that's
2: not old either. No, 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 Mark We're not old. We, uh, we're just seasoned, right? <laughs> that's true.
1: So, uh, so he he changed. He decided. Well, I'll go from farming into this. But he he also took up uh, taking the the mules and things and delivering things between Cannon Can- County and Rutherford. Well,
2: he already had done. That was part. You know, that was he had sold. I think he had experienced the fact in the nineteen twenties. Of course the the invention of the automobile which he just had a really um uh and a just a detest to henry ford because it put him out of business and the truck trucks were coming back and forth from Cannon county to woodbury uh from murphysboro to Cannon county so the truck in the trucking business changed and it changed his wagon uh uh, service from uh, Cannon county to woodbury uh, to Murfreesboro, but uh the other thing uh he was always even on the wagons that between Murfreesboro and from Cannon County to Murfreesboro. He would sing and play his banjo along the way. And his he would just have these antics to, that were just so compelling and entertaining. And uh, folks would just be drawn to him because he always had a message, a moral message. Although he struggled, and just like we are, uh, and I'm going to talk to you about that in just a minute. On the day he died, his son Archie read him the whole book, uh, uh, not the the chapter 8 of the books of Romans that that was the day isn't that something
1: that is uh, yeah
2: and and you al- said he
1: struggled so he couldn't read or he what he
2: struggled with alcoholism oh, and mental okay. uh, and and that there was a story there too he had actually seen and, and witnessed along with his other siblings his father murdered and that was just a, a deep dark hurt that he just kind of carried with him but he learned how to compensate for it and he began to share on others experiences life experiences cuz he could relate And that's why he knew how to make people happy. He had seen his music and his entertainment styles uh, change people's lives because he was always about having fun. And uh, I think that's why I've been so drawn to this story and drawn to the the parallel of the of the of the situations, the societal cultural influences that we are having right now with then during the Depression during World War II, this man brought uh, a whole generation out of that funk, and and we don't really realize he d- he was so recognized at the Opry uh, when he passed away that uh, they they were they were saying uh, even George D. Hay was saying hopefully this man will be remembered for the contribution he's made to the Grand Ole Opry and and the birth of the Opry, and uh, sometimes uh, you know when you get uh, I guess. Where where we are with modern music and all the the influences uh, that have contributed, we're not. uh, We're. I think we've kind of. It's kind of back in the back. Back. We know it's there. We know. But you know, the only way to really share this this era is to is to experience it live. And and I we we have seen that people kids transformed. And we've seen uh, you. You've been to Uncle Dave Days, You know what we're talking about.
1: Oh, absolutely! And this, this is uh, his music, and his music impacted today's music.
2: Absolutely, that Clawhammer. Uh Banjo- was all uh, when you hear picking styles of, of artists today, the, they, and they may not know that even rock and roll artists of the early '50s and '60s, uh, that clawhammer style, that picking style was, was translated and mimicked in guitar. And, uh, and one of the things I wanted to share with folks today is the fact that um, a lot of his music it was brought from the 19th century to the 20th century single-handedly by this man. And um, you, and I don't, I don't maybe we can play a little bit later that the song Rock About My Sarah Jane was, a, was if you listen to the, the, the rhythm of the music you're hearing. The water wheels of, the, of of a mill, and you're hearing the the ambiance of what it was like to live in rural life in Rutherford County. Specifically, when you think about it. He, that's what th- he lived right across the street from Reedyville Mill so he could have heard those sounds and he and that came across in his performing styles with the, the with that particular song rock about my zero chain
1: now when when was it that he lived across from Reedyville Mill cuz that's in Reedyville.
2: right right he actually well they owned a a hotel after his father they lost they were they, uh, they were ca- caught up in the the uh, the economic decline of the South during Reconstruction. So that's that's an another part of his story that mimics so many other people's lives. Mm-hmm. So he was caught up into that situation. And, and they bought a hotel in Nashville after they s- sold the plantation in, in Smart, Tennessee, outside
1: McMinnville. And that was interesting because he was born in Warren County. Warren Smart, County Tennessee. Smart, Tennessee. Where is Smart, Tennessee? I
2: haven't well, been there. It, it, do you know where Morristown is? Are yeah, you familiar yeah. with it? It's real Between close to there. Manchester
1: and well, right. McMinnville.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of the, in that area. I'm not sure that it even... At there, it's even on the map. I mean, I've been to Morristown, and that it, the, he would go back. In fact, he kind of uh he would go back and visit folks that he knew in that community. And, and, and actually, his one of his first uh gigs was in that Methodist church there. He braced money for the, the church door there at the, at the in, in the community there. But um, uh, what well, uh, let's see, he went to Nashville, his family, after they lost their plantation. And, and then uh, they bought this hotel. It was on the Cumberland River. And that was a perfect place for him to hear and see the, the sounds of the rural south that was cha- transforming, being transformed after the, the Civil War. And so he was, they, they just ran the streets. I was reading that uh, in Mike Doubler books, which Mike Doubler is the great-grandson of Uncle Dave McKinnon. And he wrote this amazing book about him. So a lot of my, my, a lot of my information comes from having read this book. So,
1: so Mike actually knew him one on one.
2: Mike d- didn't know him. His mother did, and so a lot of that was, you know, family stories and traditions came down. But. Uh, but there's. It's also documented in the Grand Ole Opry. Charles Wolfe. You remember Dr. Charles Wolfe? Absolutely. Who, he, yeah. Yeah. Great story. Oh boy. And, and he was on the board of Uncle Dave for years. Uh, he uh, really guided us to, to this story and how important. It, I, I think if if we could just realize the. the I know it's been documented. Even Ken Burns uh, is he's featured in the history of country music. Uh, r- realizing what a pivotal moment that was in uh, American entertainment when he arrived on the scene, Bart. I mean, he he came there. He was already a professional entertainer. He started when he was 50 years old, but he had already been on the low circuit. He'd been, which uh, that's a whole nother story about how the vaudeville and acts came up out of the South, the rural South, which. Uh, uh, that Rural South experience is what emerged as, as we emerged as a society. And, and really, uh, uh, all of that kind of came into the epicenter at Nashville. Uh, the, the Delta Blues, uh, the, uh, the, 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 things, the sounds that were coming out of Alabama, Mississippi, they emerged and came here. But all of those folks that were entertainers in that early Opry's in the early Opry, lived in the contiguous counties of, mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. in Rutherford, Williamson, right. Cannon. Can you imagine getting on your wagon or your horse and going all the way to Nashville no. to perform? No. I no. mean, that was it.
1: And Uncle Dave, uh, at, at occasions, because he didn't even like to drive. No,
2: anything. no, no. He rode the bus to Nashville. <laughs> <He> <laughs> to another. be on the
1: Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, yeah. And he was right. a star. Mm-hmm.
2: That's right. That's right. No, he would not drive. What, no, it wasn't going to happen. How much
1: time, I wonder... Back when he was taking that wagon from Murfreesboro to Woodbury, how much time did that take? What was the distance travel time?
2: I, I It at least was a day. I don't know. I've, have, I'm sure that's in the book. Uh, it was at least... Now, I, I have heard some of my customers...
1: Because you would stop along yeah, the way. Yeah, stop
2: along the way. And, and that was, about, was what I was going to say. I used. To, I had a customer... Their ancestry had some uh, goats mm-hmm. that they would bring from Cannon County to Murfreesboro to sell, and they would have to stop along the way overnight. And uh, so it, it it was, you've got to remember, and if you take the old uh, old Woodbury Highway, it's very hilly. It's not straight, but, you know, it's, if you go John Bragg, you don't get the whole idea of it at
1: all and you know for sure he was not making a quick trip he would stop and talk and have fun
2: on the (laughs) way exactly that he knew how to draw people in to his world and now why he did that was really for his own mental health i mean you know he was there trying to express himself and, and 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 share with others uh, the joy of what it is to be human in, in and i think that's the cur- the curious part of uncle dave he was human just like we are we make mistakes and i think that's why he was reading all about romans eight before he passed away there is no condemnation in christ jesus he needed to know that he needed that be, to re be assured of that
1: so he passed away on this, date, this, day. <laughs> this day this day 1952 there you go i wonder if the day was much like it is today sort of a cloudy day a little on the Probably chilly side so.
2: it, it might have been I do know this and on the following winter that fella that was sitting standing on the street corner pushing his way to try to get in to be a pallbearer Hank Williams was gone too wow
1: <laughs> you know it goes back every time someone passes away I'm reminded how fragile we life are fragile. is. fragile
2: yes 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 yeah. So Hank mm-hmm.
1: Williams passed away.
2: Mm-hmm. That just it was within. I think it was. Jan, I think it was January. I'm not sure. I don't know. We would have to look that up. But uh yeah. That and and these are these are icons that of America's story. These are these are uh these are they they they. We think that uh we're not. We are connected to that and that and 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 we are and even our general expression today is exp- it, it all sorts sorts of music are our inter inter uh, related uh, i wanted uh, one thing that that a lot of people don't know about this uncle dave's sister was a, a, a classically trained musician hmm. what, and, what was and her name Oh, I think her name was Anna, maybe. Uh, yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, Mrs.
1: Macon. Mrs. Macon.
2: Uh, <laughs> M- yeah, well, I don't Ms. think Makan. she was, she was married, so I don't know about that. But anyway, uh, but yeah, she, she and she had quite a sense of humor too. So that and Uncle Day would play, and she or his banjo, and she he would play. She would play the piano, and and a lot of that. She was quite an encourager of his talent. Some of the family wasn't is, is quite encouraging, but she was quite. Uh, 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 an influence on and keeping him wanting to pursue his dream and and lots of times there's folks in some people in your family say oh you keep doing this and others will say i think you're crazy so you (laughs) so you know it's interesting
1: to, to look at him because he was very contemporary looking compared to today's times Mm -hmm. You look at people, men today who are popular, Mm -hmm. they always have a five o'clock shadow. Mm -hmm. Uh, They look like they need to shave. They are very casual looking. Uncle Dave was known for his chin whiskers, his Mm -hmm. plug hat, gold teeth, and his open
2: collar. And his million dollar smile. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: He would bring people in and, and they would just... Like you say, he had that ability. He, he was a storyteller.
2: He was a storyteller. He had the charisma to uh, gather folks together. Now, I, I've seen this in real time. I'm gonna. I, I think the lady's name was Bessie Moore. I've got to look in my book, but uh, I, I, I do know that, that there was a teacher in Smyrna. Uh, he he thought he always thought had this premise that if he if he got to the kids, he got to the parents. And that's kind of the impetus between make, making music in the schools. We go to the children and teach them about this. And guess what? They're going to go home and tell their parents because it's, it's that much fun when cool. we do making music in the schools. But he, he, he asked Bessie Moore in Smyrna. Could he get some of the kids come out and he could play the banjo for them just a little while, just an entertainment and and he once he got them out under a shade tree, they went nuts, and uh, it just and we've seen it in real time. Oh, that's the
1: shade trees. Yeah, you go, at yeah.
2: yeah, you go, the shade tree pickings, pickers. It's sh- and and that you see that you see how much fun that is, and and, and he would get them so excited about the, what they experienced that they go home and tell their parents, and then they'd be at the show that night. Oh wow, we have to go to Uncle Dave. Gotta be. Gotta there. be there. Mm-hmm. Oh man.
1: We're going to pause for just a moment. We will be back and continue the conversation. We're talking about Uncle Dave Macon who passed away on this day in 1952. Gloria Christie is with us. We'll be right back.
0: You'll be an angel by, by. most of your money advice from your brother-in-law. Maybe you need Dave Ramsey. The Dave Ramsey Show, 1 to 4 on WGNS Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up look up our catering menu on www.demusrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demus's Restaurant 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro Here at Music World and Drummer's Den we've got the best drum and percussion brands in the world. Ludwig, Gretsch, Pearl, Yamaha, Zildjian, Meinl, DW We've got a great lesson program for guitar bass, drums, piano and more Hi, this is Dave Kiveneming Give us a call, 615-893-4242 to get started. Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Good morning. I still see some heavy traffic flow trying to get through Hermitage right now on 40 westbound out there around Central Pike. Again, coming in from Mount Julia, it's been pretty heavy, but it's been moving fairly decent for the most part. There on I-40 through Wilson County, 24, however, is heavy up through the Hickory Hollow area. you got all the traffic coming through Smyrna and Laverne right now westbound on 24. I can still see a delay waiting for you in Smith County as THP works a wreck on 40 eastbound around the 252-mile marker. Again, that's right when you come out of Wilson County into Smith County. On that uh, delay. Uh, THP is doing everything they can to try to get that back open. Nash Painting services all the Middle Tennessee. Log on to NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic.
2: Cloudy skies here this afternoon with a high in the mid 60s. South winds gusting as high as 25 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy and alone near 55. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vuichitsky on News Radio, WGNS. Currently, it's 47.
0: This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know
2: we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at TireWorld.us.
0: This is Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station. FM 100.5 and 101.9. AM 1450. WGNS. Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. But said the whistle done blowed The head cams done fell overboard No I say no gee. Oh there's nothing to do But to sit down and sing Oh rock about my say road jing oh, rock about my say road jing oh, rock about my say oh, oh there's nothing to do
1: he pronounced that differently too. Oh zero, yeah, it zero was a. J.
2: Yeah, Sarah. <laughs> well, a lot of the songs of the day uh, were the isms of the, you know, the the so dialogue they, yeah the dialect was yeah so yeah, did different. they say sarah, sarah back yeah. Then? yeah yeah so yeah. If your name wouldn't it's, be sarah i guess it, it might be Sarah-o. just fit the lyrics i'm not sure yeah.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. uh and that had the sound of uh the, the
2: you can hear the tempo go uh, next time you're down at kenninsburg and the mill's working or no. you know hear the sound of the water wheel going and he would hear the sound particularly when they were in nashville when he was uh, at the the when he owned the hotel, you, he a lot of his songs in in his. Performing styles. He heard the steamboats coming down the river, you know, and you could even hear that in that particular song.
1: Uh, Now he was a kid back in Mm -hmm. his days in Nashville.
2: Yeah, he was. I'm not sure how old he was. I know he was 16. I think when uh, when he got his first banjo, but that happened in Nashville, and the Ryman Auditorium. His his the the hotel was close to the Ryman. Mm -hmm. We think that uh, we're just surmising here that because of uh the the tom ryman and all of that explosion that explosive revival that was taking place in the in the 1880s i think it was um he had to been influenced by that and we we don't know if that was the case i mean the book does it it, it insinuates that that could have happened uh that he might have been part of the that even played because he did have his banjo then he could have possibly played near the Ryman, which was kind of prophetic if he was even near it. So um, you 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 look at the and i just read here. This is the we were talking about the funeral. The guest book of the funeral home had 500 names on it. Wow, wow. And this is the day when 500 people did not get out and do this. Oh no. And and biggest
1: funeral that this community's ever had, has
2: ever had yeah and 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 that the other thing that the tributes were from folks you know sometimes you're just not a hero in your own hometown kind of thing the tributes that came about uncle dave and how he changed their lives with his music and just his uh frivolity and his fun and his playful antics that was what changed people all of all ages and I think we need a little of that today. Do you oh, th- yeah. I'm just do saying be. it, you know, and which leads me to tell you we want. I know since COVID, we have not been able to do a lot of things that we'd like to do as far as festivities and events. It has impacted so many people. But guess what? Uncle Dave experienced the same thing during the Depression. He experienced some there were times that there was a real a just loss and and you know he'd go he he was very generous he is since he had the money he's often gave his money away just to help folks and um and play for nothing
1: well it's interesting to note that when his father died uh his mother decided to sell the old broadway hotel right that they ran and then they bought an equally famous piece of property <laughs> the the old Charles Reedy farm in Reedyville. The Corners. Uh, which is the one that the county line runs right, right through the middle, so they get to pay, they're fortunate to be able to pay taxes in Cannon County and Rutherford County.
2: In those days, Uncle Dave would say he went to sleep in Rutherford County, got up and ate breakfast in, in Cannon, <laughs> or vice versa. Yeah. I'm not sure which. But yeah, uh, it is, but, but note, it's notable that, that exactly you are so right. There is so much history in the corners. Just but, yeah. uh, there, you know, there was also a pretty uh, rabid discussion about where the county county seat was going to be at that place. Then there was some talk about Jefferson. There was talk about Reedyville. There was talk about Murfreesboro wasn't around. It was Cannesburg and so it was the small village that finally won out and uh, that's a, another story but they they that's how we uh that that was where the county seat was determined at mm-hmm. the corners now we don't hear a whole lot about his wife for some reason Tildy. I mean, mm-hmm. uh
1: she he married her i guess night or 1889 something like that Tilda, uh, Miss Matilda Richardson, right? Uh, tell us a little about that.
2: Well, Matilda um, was uh, actually her, her her resources helped by their farm
1: ah, okay. yeah okay
2: and and so uncle
1: dave had, had fun, fun and yeah and well so, sort of <laughs>
2: sort of he had they both had resources to do this but he it was an inheritance she got that property out there on Ritaville, you know where the house the original house okay. is still there okay yeah uh she but she and and she she they had diff, this is the different they had difference of opinion in terms of their faith I mean she was a die-hard Church of Christ and he was a Methodist but they managed to to live uh, to share their faith together they always had faith and 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 the this the, the, the a Christian faith was always a part of their life uh, even though they had different worship differently um, and I think Archie this he he did join the Methodist Church. And I happened to have known Eston, uh, Eston, his own son, was a Church of Christ preacher. And I tell you, Bart, I watched him preach one time. I, that that guy was amazing. he could he could preach like Uncle Dave would sing and play with evangel. so he had a big following. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. I guess he did. i uh, he would I just loved Eston. He was a sweet, sweet man.
1: When did he pass away?
2: Well, let's see. The, he he preached uh let's see. Ah, uh, gosh. Uh we were still on the square, so it it, it had to been after before. You still are on the square, by the way. <laughs> yeah, whatever uh, whatever I am.
1: <laughs> I hate to tell
2: you. Yeah, I'm on the square. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Don't know where I am these days.
1: Bill Bill's gonna wonder later on yeah, why you why didn't I'm show
2: up to the, work <laughs> Well Bart said I was here so I'm showing up. But uh yeah, uh yeah, he um I guess Esten, uh, it must have been 87, 88 when he passed. He was already gone when we went to Cannonsburg. I don't think he... Because I always had him come and say the prayer. Cause oh, he yeah. was Because so, he was yeah. so wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So,
1: they, I guess he was the last of the, the R- real the, Uncle the real Dave sons. generation. Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: Wow. I'm just so thankful I got to know him. Uh, yeah, I, I did not know what I was experiencing at the time. I uh, Because out of that era out of that era bart is where that's why we need to study it because if you want to know what happened and how people navigated societally and got this is why we are and i think we've lost our way a little bit but i think we can go back and look at some of how these people they did not stay on there. They didn't have a computer or a cell phone. They weren't tapping away left and right. No, they were interreacting. They were interrelating to each other.
1: I think media, mass media, yep. Has, yep. has cut into our ability to communicate with mm-hmm. each other, Yeah, enjoying each other's times, conversations.
2: I want you to go, if folks, if, you, if you're new to Rutherford County, you'll find it. The Uncle Dave Macon Bridge. Is right out there, off, off on, in, going to Cannon Canyon okay, on, on John, Bragg John Highway? John, no, no, on, on the old one, on the old one. Okay. You go, you see the Uncle Dave Macon Bridge, and on a, a in pretty soon early summer, you'll see it, it's dried up. But the mm-hmm. July that's where they had square dances,
1: where at the bridge, at,
2: at, on that flat rock, on the rock itself. Mm-hmm. And they would just, you know, you think about that, they would just sit on the porches, they didn't have. A stage and lights and all that we think that we have to have to be entertained today. No, they just gathered together because the work was hard. Dragging mules from Cannon County to Murfreesboro day after day after day was drudgery. And it talks about that. And uh, Mike really is very descriptive how he talks about that.
1: When you talk to Uncle Dave's son back when you had the opportunity, Mm -hmm. did he ever reminisce about those days of uh, the
2: well i'm nights. not sure i i never you know like i said i didn't know i was dealing uh, so in 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 the presence of greatness <laughs> when i when i knew him uh, or got to know uh, got to in, introduced to him uh, I, I can i could see that uh just they were people of faith all of the macon and doubler family is just people of faith and and I, 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 like I said, he preached at Oakland's on the grounds. That was when we we had a, a, a su- su- Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. concert after Uncle Dave on the grounds of Oakland's so when I was education director out there, and um, that was what that was so fun, uh, and he preached, he he really did. <laughs> it was it was it was, one, it was a moment for sure.
1: Let me ask you this because there were so many things that were happening back then. Let's go to 1940. Okay. Uncle Dave, uh, along with uh, George D. Hay and Roy Acuff, Doris Macon, uh, they all were invited to go to Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's, I can see it now. Let's, load yeah, them you up. can let's see let's them take it out
2: there. I tell you, this. Is, uh, my my son manages uh, the uh, the group, the Cleverly's. And they have this big old bus they run off with and they do things together and I swear to you, when I see them go off and do whatever they do and I'm thinking of Uncle Dave and his caravan to California yeah. and they had no idea. I mean you gotta think about this That's they a long had, trip. Well and they didn't have interstates. They no. had the roads were terrible and Uncle Dave was pressing them on, even though he did not quite know <laughs> what it was.
1: <laughs> on we go, wherever it is. <laughs> wherever it
2: is and whatever we're doing. <laughs> is it farther than Woodbury? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and you can look, pull that up off YouTube right now and just see the happiness that goes on oh, with that. sport. <laughs> yeah, the visuals. How horrific. did that go?
1: They wanted to, They wanted them to be in a movie, Republic Pictures, yeah. the movie Grand Ole Opry.
2: right a mm-hmm. oh, so, bitty pearls in that movie and so is roy Edcalf. and and i believe look at when it 1938 39 i can't remember 1940 1940 okay well they went out there before that but this was think about this they went out there and produced this movie at the time of prior to world war I, uh, ii and also in the middle of the most one of the most famous movies which is the wizard of Oz. oh yeah so, and then, so they they came out with a splash. So I mean, really a
1: variety of topics back then. <laughs> a
2: variety from of
1: topics. Judy Garland. There you go. had her and, influence here. That's
2: right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, there's another story about that.
1: <laughs> of course, we need to fit Dinah Shore in. Dinah also. Shore.
2: See the talent here? Yeah. That we're going to, uh, the talent, and it's emerging out of here too. That I mean, it's happening right in the, our midst, but we can't forget where it came from. just absolutely can't and because if you forget that and you forget the where the sound of those you know the music uh, tom and i were out uh, walking the other day down by the 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 duck pond over there at medical center parkway and we just saw this beautiful on the ridge there coming out medical center parkway behind the um uh fire station there Uh, i bet there were 20 deer there Mm, oh wow And they were just they were just grazing and enjoying the moment there and oblivious to all this traffic that was going on. I mean, that's what they saw when they came here and we they saw the they interacted with nature. You know, my daddy did that all the time. And there was so much
1: of it to interact
2: with. There was there really was. But, you know, there still is if we just protect it. Uh, if we we have to protect that not only the memory but the visual because I, I, I suspect when Uncle Dave was coming off a hard, a hard because it was hard you, like we were talking about getting in the car and going with Roy with a bunch of hillbillies to, <laughs> to California come on that was crazy and
1: so they actually drove they didn't take they a did. train or anything
2: they no he was afraid of all that I mean I guess he would have gone on the train but not on a not, he never drove but any the other thing he took ham with him and he'd get when he'd go in a restaurant they'd have to slice off ham. <laughs> ricky skaggs got a got a song about uncle dave and his ham going to california <laughs> he played it at uncle dave making that's when in 2013 when he was heritage award winner so, so those were some fun times. Oh colorful times. Colorful times. I've had some colorful times at Uncle Dave. I'm telling you, those memories are amazing.
1: What was amazing to me is that Uncle Dave making days was how people from distant countries <laughs> yeah. would come and compete. I mean, yeah. I don't know if they had a chance. I guess they had a chance.
2: Oh yeah, we, uh, had, uh, oh, uh, we had a we had a Scandinavian. I think it was Norway, maybe Sweden, I, one of those Scandinavian countries. That he he uh, performed in the contest, yes, and did well. Actually, and did. Yeah, that was the year of 2016 when we did the World's Largest Square Dance. Oh, Bart, you remember that? That was way on fun. Up on
1: the one on the square dance on the <laughs> town
2: square. I want to do that again. Oh, we yeah.
1: almost broke almost, the world record. Almost,
2: almost. We. That same year, there was a California school group that actually won. They did eleven hundred. We did about close to about eight ninety. You know, we we just missed it by a little bit, but oh well, well.
1: we didn't really totally understand. And I'm not sure that the, the you know it was it was confusing.
2: Well, it was confusing on account of I'm I I when folks yeah I don't know if you remember that that there was an, a a wreck on i for uh, twenty four and they couldn't the contes- the pe- com- people that wanted to participate couldn't get there. And they came up to me and said, "Oh, we need to, because you know you had to count them. You had to video every single person that participated, and and they didn't get on the video. And I, 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 the ones that did were eight hundred and something. That's why I say I think we did it. I I mean, like someone's uh, after we got through. I mean, we did have a worldwide square dance, maybe not a world." We didn't, didn't have the right number. But, but had a good time. what was that going to do? I mean, they're coming in nah, and they're going, can't. "Yeah, I say, come on in. Let's 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 party. Let's have a yeah. good time, you know." So
1: that's we're talking what Uncle Dave done. <laughs> talking about Uncle Dave Macon. This is the day that he passed away. Today, 1952. Yeah. 71 years ago. We'll be right back.
0: your good neighbor events to us in writing two weeks before they occur we'll put them on the radio and the internet wgns am fm and online
1: what do you like most about adam's place
0: you can just knock on the director's door and you can walk right in and it's very personal we're talking with carol johnston they put the residents first here I think it's just a great place to live, and I enjoy the front porch and the rocking chairs.
2: I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart.
0: Still overpaying for a razor? In this economy? Gross. At Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. We've been hawking shaving products for years online. And we're excited to bring you the same great quality and low prices at a store near you. From high quality stainless steel blades to super smooth shave creams. Dollar Shave Club's in the business of making your shave easier. Find Dollar Shave Club in the men's razor aisle. Getting your Dollar Shave Club razor wherever you want. Isn't that great?
1: We're at war, and we're in recession. It's only a matter of time until cracks start to show. And do you know who will get hit the most? You. That's why you need to protect yourself and your family, because things will get worse. Fortunately, Noble Gold Investments is here to help you. You've worked too hard to build up your savings and investments to see it all crushed to bits, and this month they're giving away a beautiful Gold Eagle bullion coin with every qualifying IRA of $50,000 or higher. Stop worrying. Visit NobleGoldInvestments.com. That's
0: NobleGoldInvestments.com. Brotherhood issues with Brian Barrett, hitting right at what matters most to all of us here in the heart of Tennessee. Weekday mornings at ten on WGNS AM FM and online. Yeah, we got
1: Ah bake that chicken pie. (laughs) (laughs) Just real people. Real people. Yeah, that make you hungry. (laughs) Oh yeah. Now we were talking about how fragile life is. We saw that happen again recently in the unexpected passing of Nelson Smotherman. Mm -hmm. Nelson was a big help with Uncle Dave.
2: Oh my gosh. Oh, goodness. You know, uh, he was one of those unsung down in the village. He watched over folks. He watched over the historic photograph collection. that Before Nelson, dad and mom did it. And then when dad died, he said, you know, I'm going to take care of that for you. And, you know, he did over and over again. He would go to the uh, help me with the files to identify his his recollections and his knowledge I can't say enough about that, but I also want to say that his family and his brother-in-law Pete Lapaglia had a dream to create Rutherford County, the center, national center for traditional American music. He gave his ideas about that. Oh, I guess 20, 30 years ago, and you know, Bart, I found that that uh, idea that uh, the other day, his outline and his uh, his program. We, we've got to do this I don't know how we do it I don't know what we do I don't know what's involved But if we save the culture And save the music We have really ch- created A more rich place for us to live And that was, that was Uncle Dave And, and pl- plus the fact out that At his funeral Sam McGee said No better friend than I have Than Uncle Dave Well we Being friends again Working work these relationships And making this beautiful thing Happen in our county I think we can do it
1: Oh, absolutely, and I know one of your goals has always been a physical building. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's just been a dream so far. That's
2: my dream. Yeah, well, it's not my dream. I I, I gotta say, it's not a dream. It's not. It's it's idea uh, that there's. It's a shared dream. It really is a shared dream, because so much of what we're losing is. Is is commercialized and and we get you really don't want I, I really I, I know there's an idea where we can f- get the feeling of sitting on a front porch pit ba- there is that ambiance that happens at Uncle David and and um, but how do you capture that and you have to experience and and that's why one reason we started Cord live there's nothing like like live music and live entertaining. And being an audience. I don't think kids know how to be an audience these days. And we 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 had to learn that when we took making music to the schools. You have to teach the kids how to be an audience. They just don't know. <laughs> and
1: if you can have that live feel there you go. along with there the you go. feel of sitting on the front porch there you go. talking mm-hmm. with neighbors. That's right. I remember a guy came to town here and was talking about that front porch feeling Ah. that he had in Murfreesboro. I've never been exposed to that term before. Well,
2: it is a front porch feeling, but you know what? You get out of your chair or your sofa, you walk out your front door and look next door on either side of your house and talk to your neighbor, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That that might work over the back fence or whatever. Take
1: some cookies to the neighbors. Uh,
2: Yeah. Ask them how they're doing. How they're doing. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And, and just if you have simple f- is if you that? have a front porch, sit on it yeah. and see if yeah. you don't experience yeah. this yourself.
2: And, now, and you might even decide take a trip that Woodbury Highway and get the feel of what that might have been like to do that by wagon slowly. Walk That's it. it. Walk, Walk to, it. to Woodbury. Ooh, now I've talked about that. I thought about <laughs> the run. You remember we used to do the Dixie yeah, do the b- yeah. Bicycle Classic. Ah, we got to do that again.
1: <laughs> so that it's just it was a different era. Mm-hmm. But we there were good things in that era that absolutely. we could reproduce today. A-
2: absolutely. We, that can, we could
1: have that feel of knowing each other.
2: And knowing each other. There you go. It's 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 you know, his. it's funny he died what did you say 71 years ago <laughs> and yet that spirit of of congeniality and and just genuine love for people is still there. And I think that's what his life was all about. I think that should be our what our life is all about. I know Time after time after time, uh, I've seen that experience with all the, the efforts that uh, that have happened with the, the work about Uncle Dave making, it's preserving that music and preserve, preserving rural life of this area, which can permeate through the whole entire state and bigger plants. You know, it really could help the nation.
1: And the big thing is, his music was such a story. Mm. It lets you know how people really were, right, back seventy something years ago, right, and more,
2: and more. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that the, we forget. What, I don't think kids understand it. They just don't know. They're not tuned in to that at all. But you know what? You get out under that shade tree and you pull out that old time banjo or guitar or whatever, or just sing. You know, when we were kids, we just sang. We didn't have an instrument most of the time. But just sing or play or tell a poem or tell stories to your children and grandchildren. You don't have to wait for a stage to be an entertainer. you know, Sophie Sophie Tipton said this to me. You don't have to be a star to be famous, and you don't have to be famous to be a star. Interesting. Good stuff, isn't it?
1: That's very good. And, and it says it all.
2: It says it all.
1: Before we leave, what do you have in mind for the future with this great music. Do you foresee it continuing to
2: shape to America's and the world's music? I, I, I'm, I'm just not gonna give up till I see it. <laughs> I'm gonna be trying to figure it out with the, the Lord's help. That's a, it's his idea, it's not our idea. He, he just wants to bring us home, to like Uncle Dave, to that front porch, to that feeling where we can relate to each other again. Let's do it. How about it? Let's get on that
1: front porch.
2: <laughs> Let's get on that front porch. <laughs> Gloria, thank you
1: for joining us. All
2: right. We had a fun. I appreciate everybody listening today.
1: Gloria Christie visiting with us this morning from Shacklett's Photography. It was 71 years ago today, March 22nd, 1952, that Uncle Dave Macon passed away. <laughs>
0: Been pre recorded. The Good Neighbor Network. WGNS. Murfreesboro Smyrna, Flagship.